Morning, boys. Yeah, I um, I was one of the Optus sufferers because I've only got it for the for the Premier League. You know, mm. so I can watch oh, the, of course, yeah, yeah, watch the soccer. It, it is frustrating. Yeah, um, I'm not. So sure. you've got an Optus phone in order to get the EPL. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, because it's I think seven dollars a month. Whereas if you're not an Optus customer, it's about twenty five dollars a month. Mm. So I figured, well, I might as well just bite the bullet. In their defence, they've actually sorted out their, their soccer coverage now. It's pretty schmick, isn't it? It's yeah, not, the app's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The app's a lot better. Um, but I'm, the PR-wise, not going great. Probably as well as Eddie Jones at the moment. Um, <laughs> he's now conceded that he is interested in a job in Japan. He hasn't covered himself in glory. Why does anybody want to hire the guy, though? I'm not sure. He's just He's been an angry man for a good 12 months, hasn't he? Oh, rugby's just, I don't know. Yeah, I've, Struggling. You can't like all the sports, and I just can't, I can't be bothered yeah. with rugby. And I think a lot of people, unfortunately, um, and given the the Wallabies used to almost be a, our most loved, the, the Socceroos and Matildas have clearly leapfrogged, you know, them by a long way, haven't they? But back in the day of, of you know, John David Eels, Campisi and yep. Tim Horan and all that. those blokes, yep. George they, they were, you're right, they were like our national team. They were. Qantas would trip over themselves, how mm. much money do you need? Yep. Now, they're a... Disaster. They're in so much strife, they might, not, might end up being sponsored by Optus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Erin um, Phillips, uh, she's going to be presenting the award. She was asked if she would like, you know, some kind of award or the best on ground for Grand Final Day to be named in her honour. As always, she was very humble in her response. Just to be in those discussions, first of all, is, is you know, really a privilege. But I'm not, honestly, I don't focus on those things. Um, they only ever come into my mind when I hear it, you know, when people talk about it. Nicole Livingston, the AFLW boss, has said they're going to keep their pen dry, um, are her words. And, you know, they're only eight years old in terms of the AFLW competition, so going to, you know, consider it a little bit more. But I think she's got the resume, doesn't she, to have some kind of award yeah, named totally. in her honour. What what kind of talent are they waiting for? Well, exactly. Two league best and fairest, three premierships, two best on grounds and grand finals. Captain. Maybe they're just waiting for a Victorian to do something comparable to that. Yeah, I I just, I think it's a no-brainer. Am I missing something? No. And you think in other sports how many awards are named after people who were significant figures in the early days. Mm. I mean, there's still plenty of awards that carry the name of administrators or stands and things Mm. uh, dotted around the country. Well, this is is as obvious as a case you're ever going to get. Like, what are you doing administering the sport if you can't see that the greatest ever players were tried and deserve some sort of eternal recognition? Yeah, I, I, I just totally agree. I, I look, we're and retired at a time when the code has gone from marginal fringe activity to genuine mass sport with a huge audience compared to what it had and immense grassroots participation. Every single football club in Australia has transformed itself in the last. 24 months to accommodate the surge in young women. No doubt. And she's been the the most important figure in that transition. She was the the one that sort of set the legacy for that, wasn't she? You're right. I I mean, I'm lucky enough. I go to a lot of clubs on Thursdays um, and I always say, how many women's teams you got? And they say, oh, six, eight, you know, Mm. ten. It's crazy. It's it's insane. You know, oh, yeah, we've just got funding. We're building new change rooms because, you know, they have to build the female and the male change rooms. And it's incredible The the amount of work that's going on at a grassroots level, and you're right, she's the she was the sort of face of the the women's AFLW when it first started, wasn't she? You know what I did last night, and it's a testament to how big the innings was that the highlights package goes for 18 minutes. <laughs> the mini match? The, no, the Foxtel they've done a on on the on their homepage. They've got a watch the highlights of Glenn Maxwell's innings. Mm-hmm. It's 18 minutes long. <laughs> Outrageous. But, uh, I 
must have been amazing watching it live. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of our, our listeners did watch it live. My son watched it live. Until I watched it last night, I had no sense of like, the guy's actually having genuine convulsions mm-hmm. out there. Like, he looked like he was having electroshock therapy after some of those sixes he hit, where he's just spasming, lying on the ground. I, I know. It's it crazy. Was, it, it's insane. And and what I loved was um, Sachin Tendulkar, just his analysis, you know, he sent a tweet late last night, you know, just says, um, you know, different formats of the game and stages of the game require different footwork, and sometimes no footwork becomes great footwork too. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. You know, it just, he didn't move his feet at all. He didn't move his feet. Don't watch that innings, kids. Yeah, that's You'll not- learn nothing about how to bat. <laughs> Just a guy with a eye like a dead fish yeah. and unbelievable coordination. Just stunning. Unbelievable. Incredible. Good it was great. Good stuff, boys. Hi, Tom. Uh,